Ambitiously enough, Ford named its Kluger competitor the Endura. Now they've boned it in Australia, less than two short years after its initial release. This just satirises itself, right? Like the non-enduring Endura. <laughs> and that sound you can hear... It's the Blue Oval House of Cards collapsing in slow-mo. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously, but now a report on not buying a particular car, no matter how cheap it seems. Ford Shitsville is today, I think, thanking whatever special made-up friend in the sky it worships for Ranger and Everest. Because, frankly, without them, the company would be well beyond the S-Bend and some way to the deep ocean outfall, along with all the other industry effluent. The company gave birth to Baby Endura here in December of 2018 with one imagines, high hopes of it growing rapidly and taking the lucrative fight to Kluger and CX-9 and Santa Fe and Sorento and CX-8 and even Subaru Outback and Tiguan Allspace. <coughs> but all of these SUVs continue to outsell Endura, amazingly, which couldn't even match Skoda Kodiak <coughs> on sales. Go figure. Well done, Ford. Hashtag consistency. Even Holden Arcadia <coughs> outsold Endura, which is kind of a neat trick, especially considering the brand doesn't actually exist anymore. So far this year, right, Toyota's uber-popular Kluger is living proof that mediocrity is the recipe for outright success in seven-seat SUVs. Mediocre Kluger outsold non-enduring Endura by more than seven to one, amazingly. CX-9 outsold it by more than five to one. This is a race with absolutely no need for any video referee. Ford's marketing is so bad that I'm tipping most SUV buyers don't even know that non-enduring Endura ever frigging existed. And now, of course, it doesn't. Not being able to sell a large SUV in Australia is like not being able to drink a hundred long necks of VB every hour, or being unable to find a venomous reptile within ten feet of the back door. In your fongs, mate. And I'm kind of picturing everyone from an alternative English-speaking country viewing out there and going, what are fongs, mate? If you come here, you need to learn to speak fluent bogan to fit in, if that's what you want. There you go, mate. Kind of thing. Not being able to sell a large SUV here in Australia is unfriggin' Australian. So, Ford has boned this somewhat unappealing vehicle after selling only 1,015 non-enduring Enduras. And I wouldn't want to be one of those owners or the 1,986 other punters who bought a non-enduring Endura in the late part of 2018 or across 2019. 
Nobody statistically wanted a non-enduring Endura new, so nobody statistically is going to want yours at resale time, used with three years of your accumulated residual farts infused into the seat fabric. Yes. The term depreciation dog springs to mind, and buying a depreciation dog is, of course, a great way to burn cash. And I want you to know that this is not merely idle speculation in this case, right? Because according to Redbook, if you had purchased in 2018 a range-topping non-enduring Endura, a titanium variant, at launch for about 68 grand before on-road costs, it would trade for about $38,800 today on average. Therefore, you would burn just over 29,000 bucks. That's a sizable wad of cash. And if instead you had come to your senses at the 11th hour and procured alternatively a range-topping Mazda CX-9 Azami for about 66,500 bucks before on-road costs, it would trade today for about 45 grand and you would burn only about $21,500. This puts you seven and a half grand behind in just 23 months in the Ford, right? And that's a serious hole. Like, imagine getting 80 bucks a week and just throwing it out the window arbitrarily every Friday afternoon on the way home from work because that's exactly what non-enduring Endura buyers have been doing, effectively. This is, of course, before the market has factored in the discontinuation of the model, which is never a resale positive. So let us round it up to about a hundred bucks a week out the friggin' window. Ouch. Ford is, of course, continuously one vehicle away from outright collapse here in Shitsville, and that vehicle is Ranger. And, okay, the Ranger-derived Everest also sells, but not enough to be viable independently. Everest is an incremental win at best. Escape has sold only 113 vehicles more than Endura so far this year. So if non-enduring Endura atrophied over the threshold of commercial collapse at 1,015 sales, Escape must at least have its toes over the friggin' edge on 1,128 sales so far this year. Perhaps this is why Ford is on the record saying it would not expand the Escape lineup to include a seven-seat version that's available elsewhere or the plug-in hybrid that's been plagued with catastrophic design issues orbiting, recharging and battery overheating. Hashtag Ghost of Pinto. Focus must also be a kind of dead car walking on just 1,703 sales so far this year. And Ford used to be so popular, like it spent years bolted on to the number three spot in sales behind Toyota and Holden. Like Holden though, Ford really went above and beyond. Is <laughs> in the domain of unacceptable behavior this century. Unacceptably arrogant and brain-bendingly self-entitled, not to mention moral compass desperately in need of calibration in the area of taxpayer support and what we got as a return on investment for that. What a way to burn its reputation and the brand with such formerly profound mainstream appeal. 
incredible to watch, frankly, as a commentator. Entertaining, but in a sad and sobering way. This is really not a hit piece either, I'd suggest. It's just not. The facts are inconvenient for Ford here, and certainly they won't like them, but hey, they're still facts. And I urge you not to ignore them if you are thinking about buying a new car anytime soon. This is advice for you about not buying a Ford in the domain of basic risk management, like financial risk management. Certainly it's just my opinion, but hopefully somewhat informed. I simply cannot prioritise appeasing the likes of Ford over the imperative to give you the best informed advice that I can based upon actual facts and what I know about the industry. And hey, the kindest I can be here to Ford is to say to you that it is probably okay to buy a Ranger or an Everest. There's reasonable demand for them used, and this will prop up the value, right? But as for the rest of the SUVs and all of the cars bearing that blue oval badge, the risk of your resale value making like Dresden on February the 15th of 1945 over the next three to five years is rather high. Some would say unacceptably high, and frankly, I would be one of those saying that. You might like to think of this as a kind of automotive intelligence test. If you think that buying the last of the non-enduring Endurers is a good idea, or most of the rest of the Ford lineup, essentially, you fail this test. 